Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? Hello? Here we go again. It's podcast time. Hooray. I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly sitting right over there here in the big studio. I don't like the big studio. I want to go back to the little studio. There is such thing as too big of a studio. Yeah. You know, it's just look at all the empty space in here. The empty space freaks me out, man. Yeah. No, well, maybe tomorrow. Let's go record in the little studio. This one is too vast. Um, oh, hey, we got a sponsor. Did you know we got a sponsor? I had heard. Yeah. Uh, lubecity.ca. That's on the internet. Okay. <laughs> In case you're wondering, where do you find lubecity.ca? They keep that on the internet. Don't you just love when you're driving along and all of a sudden that little oil light starts flashing on your dashboard? <laughs> no? Then you haven't been to Lube City. They make service so easy, you'll want an oil change even when that light isn't lit. With 27 Alberta locations, find the one near you at lubecity.ca. I got to tip my cap to you. Um, Oh my God, I'm so glad this worked out. It's it's not Friday. We'll do our, it's not recommendations anymore. I forgot what we're calling it. Yeah. What what we got going on, what we're watching. Uh, But you give one a few weeks ago. A movie, and I watched it last night, and it was fantastic. Oh, thank God. I absolutely loved it. It's uh, the Banshees of... Inishirin? 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 <laughs> Colin Farrell, Brandon Gleeson. Yeah. Just a couple of lonely Irish farmers, I guess? I don't know what they do. Uh, so it got nominated for like nine Oscars the other day, and I had nothing going on yesterday. So I was like, you know what? I'll dive in. And it was fantastic. It's a movie... It's it's refreshing that in a time where all the movies we get are CGI. Sword fights, car chases, fist fights. Some kind of alien invasion yeah. or fight in space. This is a movie that takes place in 1920s Ireland on a remote island off the coast of Ireland. And it's just these dirt poor people who have nothing going on in their lives. Yeah, the the drudgery of their daily life, the, have, the loneliness, the vastness of the space. Oh my God, they have nothing going on. There's no electricity. There's no TV, radio. There's, you know, they might have books. That might be their prized possession. It's is a few 1920. Books. They probably had books. It's rough sledding out. There. Yeah, and the whole movie is about Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson's characters. Uh, they were best friends, and now just. Brendan Gleeson doesn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell anymore because he finds him too boring. Yeah. He says basically that I don't have much life left and I don't want to spend it listening to you talk about nothing. Yeah. And when you think about they live in the middle of nowhere, they've got nobody else. They've got nothing else to cast off a friend with really no explanation other than he's boring. Like I found that interesting. It was. And the acting and the writing was so good. And the visuals, visually... It makes that Irish countryside. It looks beautiful, but also bleak. Yep. And uh, 
I was just, I was, I found it so compelling and funny that this whole movie, a two hour movie is based on just this one guy finds the other guy really dull. Yeah. And it is, it's not a, it, it's a dark comedy, I think is what you'd classify it as. It has some funny moments. It has some heavy moments. It has some grotesque moments. It gets weirdly graphic at times, Yeah, which caught me off guard. That surprised me, which was, I like to be surprised like that. Yeah. (laughs) A little gross. I can't believe, like I've talked about this before, is that when I recommend a movie or a book or a TV show to somebody, I always walk away going, ah, darn, you shouldn't have done that because if they hate it, they're going to hate you too. They're going to think you've got bad taste. So the fact that you actually enjoyed it, I'm wiping the sweat from my brow again. I think it's probably, it came out last year. So I think I'll technically put it as a top two movie for me in all of last year. Oh, I think it was probably, yeah, I would put it right up near the tippy top of my list too. It was excellent. The Banshees of Innis Sheeran, and I'm pretty sure we're probably saying that wrong. You'll have to watch it with the... With subtitles. Subtitles because they got the thick Irish accent. It's very Irish. Their names are Irish. Everything about it is super Irish. Yeah. Man, was it good. It made me want to get a miniature donkey, actually. I don't want to say too much, but that miniature donkey, how adorable is that thing? He had a donkey named Jenny. Yeah. (laughs) You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, unregistered psychologists. Yeah, if it's two people who should be giving out advice and listening to people's problems, it's us. You think? Probably not. This is actually the exact opposite of what we should be doing. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. I completely forgot to wish you a happy Australia Day when I saw you this morning. Happy Australia Day, Bryce. Is it Australia Day already? It is. Um, Totally. Hang on just a second. Brad, have you ever been to Australia? No, I wanted to move there when I was younger, but... Have you ever been? No. Yeah, I think I'd like to go. I, I only got one problem with Australia is that everything wants to kill you. I know. Like, if you think about it for a second, would you rather, I don't know, would you rather have bears in the woods or sharks in the ocean? You know what? Bears in the woods? Probably because I've been alive for 37 years and I've only seen one wild bear. They also have giant snakes. Uh, the spiders get me. Hmm. I don't know. How about you, Bryce? Bears in the woods or sharks in the ocean? Uh, I'd probably rather do the sharks in the ocean. Really? (laughs) Because of the weather? As I'm just stay out of the ocean. Yeah. And when I go in the ocean, I'm going waist deep. I don't need to go any deeper than that. Don't kid yourself, man. Sharks can swim in waist deep water. I, uh, I have also never been to Australia. No, neither have I. But there are, like, he's right. One of the big things holding me back is the second I saw... That the people there, you know, often check their shoes to make sure there are no spiders or scorpions in it. I'm like, hmm. yeah, it seems like a lovely country. Maybe it's not for me. I'm too much of a baby. Well, even the fact like earlier this week I was in Phoenix and it's not hot there right now. So I was kind of comfortable wandering around. I went golfing one day and it's not like I ventured way into the scrub when I spanked a ball in there. But I was if it was any hotter, I wouldn't go in that stuff. Like, I'm just terrified of snakes. I don't want to run into one in the wild. I don't want to see one in a pet store. 
I don't want to run into one in the wild. Have you ever seen any of those, what are they called, huntsman spiders? Where they're like, oh my like God. the size of dinner plates? Oh yeah, they're huge. I don't need that in my life. Australia, you're beautiful, but dangerous. Yeah, I've looked at pictures of the Gold Coast of Australia. Seems stunning. Uh-huh, but no thank you. Spiders the size of dinner plates? Uh, no. Nope. Keep the plane flying, please. Gold Coast or North Saskatchewan? <laughs> North Saskatchewan <laughs> all the way, man. Anyway, how about you? Sharks in the ocean or bears in the woods? What are you afraid of? Maybe that's what we could talk about. God, what I are hate, you afraid of? I hate spiders. I'm not like I won't jump on a table and shriek if I see one, but I will make sure that spider does not see tomorrow. Ooh, really? It, it will not see its next birthday. Let's put it that way. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody actually said... Bears are risky, but I feel like I know how to defend myself against them, and we do have tools to protect ourselves, like bear spray, for instance. Sharks, you're in their element. I'll pass. Yeah, it's hard to run in water, to run away from shrieking from a shark. Uh, Someone just said, though, a shark has never wandered into a backyard before. Hmm, true. You don't have to worry about a, a shark Showing up at your picnic, swiping your picnic baskets. How adorable would that be, though, to see a shark with its head stuck in a honey jar? Uh, oh, this one. Hey, I heard you talking about Australia. I lived there three years and loved it. One time my roommate did get bitten by a spider and the flesh on her arm started to rot. Nope. She almost had to get it amputated. Nope. Other than that, it was great. Nope. That's the worst. Spiders and amputation in one sentence? No, thank you. Rotting flesh? No, thank you. Uh, oh, here's Andy. Uh, Andy, what am I afraid of? Public speaking and large spiders. Terrified of both. I'd rather meet a bear while hiking than fe- face either of the aforementioned situations. Oh. Yeah, I... Th- it sounds weird to say this, but I, I can't stand public speaking. I hate it. I will sweat for days and days and days in advance knowing I have to do that. This I have no problem with. I would rather stand in front of a crowd of thousands and talk and read a book than hold a tarantula in my hand. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, someone texted said, I'm afraid of sinkholes. Oh. And that's fair. I don't know what's going on with sinkholes. I don't get the science behind it, how they just appear out of nowhere. You know what? Sinkholes have replaced quicksand. You know, when we were kids, we were all afraid of quicksand, but now we're afraid of sinkholes. 99% of sinkholes are just glorified potholes. They're rarely impressive, but there was that one at the car dealership last year. It's still there. Where it's swallowed up like a a car Uh in the parking lot. I walk by there all the time. And that sinkhole is that you, apparently you just can't throw old appliances and barbecues into a sinkhole, pave it over, and call it a day. No, there's probably all sorts of engineering-type stuff that needs to be done. Find out about the aquifers and whatever else is running underneath there. That still stands, I think, as the best money-making opportunity we've come up with, which is instead of just filling a sinkhole with dirt and sand or whatever it is you do... Old barbecues. Let us throw old fridges in there. Yeah. Anyway, what are you afraid of? 10029 to text the show... I'm afraid of balloons. They always pop by my... I, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm afraid of them. I don't like people blowing up balloons behind me, though. I hate that. And there's something about the sound of a uh, human hand on a balloon that just... It's not my favorite thing. 
I just love the randomness of this audience. Good morning, boys. I'm terrified of rope ladders. Hard? No. Rope ladders? Rope ladders. That's one of those things you look at and go, I could totally... Have you ever tried to climb a rope ladder? It's not easy. It's a workout. It is. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, James texted the show and said that car dealership should fill that hole with savings. Good idea, James. Uh, hang on a sec. Oh, this one. Oh, my God. Can I ever relate to this one? It says, I know it's silly, but I'm scared of potatoes when they go bad and they start throwing those tentacles. They're like the zombies of the vegetable world. They shouldn't be growing anything at that point. I agree with you. My beautiful bride's mom plants a massive garden every summer and then she harvests all the potatoes and she puts them in a bin, a wooden bin in a cold storage room in the basement. And every now and again, it'll be like, Garney, can you go grab some? And I got to put my arm in there and I feel the potato tentacles. Oh, can't stand that. Uh, you there, go ahead. Hi. Hey, so you had me laughing with the very thing because I lived out in Nordegg for 10 years and black bears and grizzly bears were a daily occurrence in my world. Did you ever have to fight one though? They never got close enough. The only time I ever had anyone was when one tried to come through the window of my house. And I did smack him in the nose with my elbow and then hit him with the butt end of the gun. Really? Yeah, in the middle of the night, my house was shaking. I couldn't figure out why. I went down the hallway and got a big slobbery nose print down the side of my shoulder. It was a great two in the morning wake up call. No, and wow, that would no. I would move to the city immediately if there was a bear rattling my locks. Oh no, I lived there for another four years after that. What? But what are you afraid of? You must be afraid of something. Oh, snakes. That's why I live where it freezes. <laughs> yeah, I could not live in a snake city. I don't understand it. I got a friend that lives in Texas, man. I have to check their bed for rattlesnakes when they go out camping and stuff. Oh. Not a chance. No, me too. What's your first name? Nick. Nick. Of course it's Nick. Nick is the name of a guy that punches a bear at 2 o'clock in the morning. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Oh, maybe one day I will be able to go full Frasier on you. And I'll be a radio psychologist. In the meantime... Lay down on our couch. And again, I'm completely not qualified to help you with your fears, your worries, your concerns, your woes. But feel free to share them with the rest of us. And I don't know, maybe we can all commiserate together. I do like the fact that I'm not the only person that's afraid of snakes. I thought that that was just... Well, I mean, I know people are afraid of snakes. Maybe people just don't confess that they're afraid of snakes. I had no idea. Um, hippopotamuses somebody says hippopotamuses they kill more people than bears and sharks combined I had an opportunity to go to Africa and noped out because of hippos they're just not kickable you could kick a hippo but yeah I don't think it's going to do much this okay this is an odd one because this would be hard to control because there's loose hair everywhere you go this person says, I have a huge fear of loose hair. Oftentimes, if a stray hair is on my shoulder, or especially a wet hair on my hand, I'll pass out. My mom has the same fear. Huh. Weird. It's always rough, hey, when you're washing the dishes and you get a hair on your hand and you can't get the hair off your hand because your hands are wet. That's always gross. I wouldn't pass out from it, though. I don't enjoy that. Uh, you there. Go ahead. Hi, Sonic. Hey, uh, Mr. Shotgun, just a quick question. Um, 
on your couch this morning, would you care to delve a little bit more into how you're afraid of public speaking and yet you're speaking to the masses on the radio? I appreciate it's a different format, but it's public speaking. It's fascinating. Well, it's I and I think people think I'm just making that up. No, I can't stand public speak. I, it terrifies me. I will make every lame excuse in the world to get out of it. I can't do it. But that's different because when I'm just talking on the radio, I feel like I'm just sitting here talking to Bryce or I'm talking one-on-one with you. Like I don't picture a crowd. Fascinating. Okay. <laughs> Let's okay. Hey, what's your first name? Uh, I'm Robert. What are you afraid of, Robert? Uh, it depends on the on the moment, I guess. It changes throughout life. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you think of something you're currently afraid of, please call back and lay down on the couch. This one is interesting. When I was a kid, my mom loved Pitbull, the musician. She made the whole family go to a concert and told me she was going to marry him and played his music loudly in the car and had multiple pictures of him. Issue was, I was terrified of this man. I had nightmares about him in my childhood. Strange enough, I had a nightmare about him earlier this week. Pitbull is still my biggest fear. Keep these coming. This is interesting. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody had texted earlier. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Said they're terrified of belly buttons. And I think they're pregnant now, and the thought of having to deal with the umbilical cord is giving them the heebie-jeebies. When you think about it, belly buttons are pretty gross. Oh, yeah. They're They're disgusting. uh, They're pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, My favorite text. I'm scared of saying or thinking Bloody Mary in the bathroom mirror with the lights off. I catch myself thinking about it, and I move quickly to get out of the bathroom. I'm 37. Yeah, why don't you just turn the light on? Because you can say Bloody Mary in the bathroom with the lights on. You just can't do it with the lights off. What are you doing in the bathroom in the dark? Even with the lights on, it sounds like you're playing with fire. Yeah. Somebody else said, aside from the common fear of spiders, I'm honestly afraid of relationships. I've heard and read way too many true crime murders that are based in relationships. Like a jealous lover killing their ex, killing their lover for insurance money. And I'm way too afraid to have kids. I never want kids. The idea of being pregnant freaks me out. Honestly, I'll pass on having a a tiny child form inside my stomach. Mm. Uh, They don't form in your stomach. Like that'd be no. A bird delivers them. Everyone knows that. Yeah, exactly. And you get pregnant by kissing while you're wearing a swimsuit. And yeah, relationships, I mean, they can be good or bad. Yeah. The ones where you get murdered, that's bad. Oh, those are terrible ones. Yeah, those are rough. (laughs) I'm scared of empty spaces, thanks to that film, The Invisible Man. Now I need to fill any empty space in my house with clothes or furniture. Yeah, nobody comes to my house anymore. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm afraid of roller coasters. I went to a birthday party to Galaxyland, and it was horrible. I was screaming in terror the entire time. It was horrible. There is a there is a difference in the scream. Oh yeah, uh, between just I'm on a roller coaster, we yeah. versus you're scared for your life. <laughs> Somebody else, uh, my husband, who is six foot five and three hundred pounds and is built like an offensive linebacker, is terrified of spiders. Anytime there is an inkling of a spider or a spider web, I have to be the one to take care of it. So I just go into the room and grab a tiny piece of paper or a Tupperware container and take the spider outside for him. Nice. I respect that one. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't shriek. Like, I hate spiders. I won't go like, eek, and jump on a chair. You won't stand on a chair? No. Until your best girl gets home? No. But I also, I don't just shoo them outside because I assume they're going to come back in. Like so, they have a key? Yeah, they, they got in once. What's going to stop them from getting in again? They know the door code? So I, uh, I stomp those things into a fine, fine dust. How dare you, Bryce? How I'm, dare you? <laughs> I make sure that if that spider had any uh, children, those children are now motherless. <laughs> I remember, and I think I probably told you this story. When I lived in Victoria, we had a treadmill, and it was out in the garage. Because it was just a really small house. We had no room for it. So I'd go on the treadmill in the afternoon in the garage, and I'd leave the door open, I don't know, two or three feet. So you couldn't really see me, but I needed to have some air moving through there. Sure. And one day I'm on the treadmill, running flat out, and a snake crawled under the door into the garage. I shot off the back of that treadmill, and I ran in the house, shrieking like, eek! (laughs) And my beautiful bride had to go out there, and she beat that thing death with a shovel. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't delicate. No, it was, there was brutality. And then she walked across the street and threw it onto the golf course. And that's the moment you fell in. She threw it at the golf course. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't want it in my garbage can. Oh my God. She went next level on oh, that yeah. thing. I respect yeah. that. There was a level of brutality that I've never witnessed from her before or again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got a hero, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I got a keeper. <laughs> You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. James... Hey guys, you're talking about what we're afraid of? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you afraid of? Uh, mine is the clowns. I cannot handle that at all. I just did I'm you a ever... grown man. I'm 64, but the clown, I can. I'll walk the whole around the mall to get away. Did you? Uh, did you have a bad experience with a clown when you were a kid? Yeah. Well, for some reason, I remember my, I went to the circus really young. I think this is the story. My mom said, "You better brush your teeth because a clown might come up and your breath smell." And I thought, "Okay, that's a good way to." freaked me out, I guess. I think I remember that story. I thought that was a long time ago, but a clown's going to smell my breath? I don't know. It was, uh, <laughs> that could be it. I, I do not like them. I, I just can't go near them or anything. I don't care what they do. You know. So What if you walked into McDonald's and Ronald McDonald? What if there was a statue of Ronald McDonald in a <laughs> well, restaurant? That's not, <laughs> that's not so bad. I get that one. Uh, I, I can dig that, but um, not so bad. But the real a person as a clown, uh, there's just something sinister. Uh, in movies, they're always attacking someone with a knife for some reason, and that. So I, uh, man, there's a million reasons I just can't handle it. So yeah. Okay, James, everybody, who's also afraid of clowns. I would say that that might be one of the top fears that we've seen. A lot of spiders. Not so many snakes. I thought there'd be more people afraid of snakes. (laughs) This is from Dana. I'm afraid of the furnace. I'm always convinced it's going to blow up. If my pilot light goes out, I will call my dad or my brother to come and relight it for me. Because if it's going to blow, better them than me. (laughs) I'm 45. Wow. Thank you, Dana. Uh, So many texts coming in. Somebody else says, I'm afraid of making eye contact with the salespeople who sell beauty products in malls. As soon as they lock eyes with me, I just shake my head and run the opposite direction. You know what that is? Hang on, because I think I think I have the same thing as, as you. You're not afraid of the salesperson. You're afraid of letting them down or making them feel rejected. 
you're a people pleaser and you want everyone to like you. And when you do make eye contact, but you keep on walking, you're afraid that you have crushed their spirit and their self-confidence. It means you're burdened with a little something they call empathy. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.